Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, welcome, folks. It's Zach and the Nose Wednesday special for you. We're going to be on for just an hour tonight, by the way, because, you know, we got bills driving- to pay at the radio station. Oh, no, I'm not driving. And if you are driving out there, be careful. Just stay out of trouble and be careful out there. We do have a hockey game tonight. That is the reason why we're only on for an hour tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. The Bruins. And the Florida Panthers coming up after us. But until then, it is Zach and the Nose. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get to all your text messages. We're going to do all of our normal stuff today. We have one hour. We have 17 hours worth of information and one hour to shove it in right now. And we're going to do that. Can't be Zach and the Nose without my partner in crime, the Nose himself. Welcome to week eight of the NFL season, Nose. That's what week we're in, right? Week eight? We did it. Week eight. We did it. Right. Normally, normally the halfway marker, but this year is a little different because... You know, we added that extra special week involved. So we are doing weeks 15 through 17 in the playoffs. Normally, week 16 is the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, we are almost halfway through the season. And so far, so good. And this is where the time, it's called the playoff push. We're going for the playoff push, right? At this point, if you haven't won a game so far, I hope you still listen. But you're probably not going to get much from this. And even probably the same with one win. But my bet is most people listening are right in the mix right now. So let's go push for the playoffs, Zach. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like uh, like we said last week, we opened the show. Week seven was tough. Six teams were on by. Uh, lots of uh, fantasy implications last week, but there was a lot of uh, really good performances last week from some of the guys that we talk about every single week here uh, on the program. Nose, let's talk a little bit before we get into all the new news about all the craziness that happened last week in fantasy football. Yeah, and we're actually going to have a trade that we have to break down. A big NFL trade just happened, and there is sarcasm in my voice, and that is your job to break. But let's talk about the monsters from last week, shall we? Yes. Okay. If you had Joe Burrows last week, please stand up or raise your hand, because how happy are you? Right now, Joe Burrows is my modern day, or at least of the 2021 season, what Matthew Stafford was when he was a second or third year player. 
pure gunslinger, man, and he's got the weapons to prove it. Joe Burrows last week, 416 yards and three touchdowns. Just fantastic. And obviously he's thrown into that Jamar Chase, who might be the next me- might be the next Megatron. So I do right. see a little comparisons between how they have no fear throwing the ball down the field. So if you have Joe Burrows, he's currently sitting in the top 10 overall in quarterbacks, and he's rising right now, Zach. So keep starting him if you got him. Not feeling bad for you. No. Next, you finally enough. got it. Alvin Kamara, the running back, finally worth his first down value, excuse me, first round value, flexing his muscles, 10 receptions, 128 yards, 51 yards on the ground, and one touchdown, leading all running backs last week. Again, up and down season for Kamara. Last week, he gave it to you, and it was a big way. And then we just discussed him. As you would say, and I've learned it in the radio game, Jamar Bleeping Chase. Yeah. Eight, eight catches, 201 yards. And if you get bonuses for long touchdowns like I do in my leagues, my caramba. Remember, this guy, last at the beginning of the season, we're talking about pre-draft and everyone's discussing the rookies, Waddle, Devontae Smith. And when Jamar Chase's name came up, what were we were talking about, Zach? Drops. Right. Because in the preseason, everybody here was getting super excited that Jamar Chase was dropping the ball because he went one pick or two picks before the Dolphins could have selected him. Well, everybody who took him and didn't care about the drops or wasn't reading the news are the big winners. Right now, Jamar Chase is the number two overall wide receiver in fantasy, and there is a big gap between number two and three, which is actually leading me and segueing into the number one wide receiver, and oops, he did it again. Every week we are on the show, we always discuss the guys that really flex their muscles, that helped you win or lose your fantasy weeks last week. Well, Cooper Cup did it again. Another 10 catches, 156 yards, wow. and two touchdowns. So, Zach, let me, get, let me explain this. Let me break this down for you. Right now, as I just said, Cooper Cup and Chase are number one and two in wide receivers right now. But, you know, Cooper Cup is in a world of his own. He's 30 points ahead of Chase. But in the running backs, just to give you a comparison, there's Derrick Henry in his own hemisphere at 190 fantasy points. The next best running back is 130 with Jonathan Taylor. So, in conclusion to our little bit from last week, Cooper Cup right now, if he was a running back, would be the number two running back by 40 fantasy points. So my point is that there's two players right now that are far and ahead of anybody, and that's Derrick Henry and Cooper Cup. So if you have those guys, I know you're enjoying your season, you're listening to me, and you're not one of those people who have zero or one wins. Right, right. At that point, you're not. Now, we talked a little bit before about a little bit of breaking news. It looks like Mark Ingram has been traded from the Houston Texans back to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, interesting. I don't know what the, uh, what the what the cost of it was. I'm sure not much at all. But in another kind of breaking news on top of that, Brandon Cooks has just tweeted out, this is bull bleep, such a joke. Brandon Cooks not happy with his own team right now and just tweeted that out right after the trade was uh, was announced. Wow. There's a lot he's of probably plays, jealous. Right? Yeah, he's upset. He you know why yeah. he's upset? Because... His former teammate was Mark Ingram in New Orleans. They were in New Orleans together. Then they somehow end up in Houston together, and we know the mess that that is. And now only one of the two players got sent back to New Orleans where they might have a chance to actually do something. 
Uh, poor Brandon Cook sitting there. What a talented wide receiver. He cannot wait for Tyrod Taylor to come back, who may be coming back this week. But you know what, Zach? This is very small uh, news. But in the fantasy world, it's maybe a little significant. Alvin Kamara, who we just discussed, had his breakout game, got so much volume. And I guarantee you, they were happy with his performance, but they wanted to keep the volume a little bit down and save him throughout the course of a season. So Mark Ingram's going to come in there, and don't get me wrong, he's nothing special, but yes, he's going to vulture some touchdowns from Alvin Kamara. That's going to happen, okay? So this is ultimately bad news for Alvin Kamara, and if you're in a really deep 14-16 team league and you have David Johnson, maybe, just maybe, David Johnson will get a, a better look. He's playing at home versus the Rams this week, which, no, I do not recommend you start David Johnson. But keep an eye on him and Philip Lindsay because now a three-headed monster just became a two-headed monster. And as we know, bye weeks come up. You need people to start. So David Johnson, I guess, is the guy to look into the most out of this trade. And Alvin Kamara got hit. And, and yes, Mark Ingram is still not worth starting in any uh, situation. Right, right. 305-567-0560. You see the text already rolling in. So we're going to get to a couple of those here coming up. We still, we still have all of our normal stuff here that we'll do on the show. We still have the nose pick of the week at the end of the show. The tight end pick of the week as well. Yes or no's here during the show as well. We got some observations to go over also. Only thing we're not getting tonight is a sniff test, but you could ask all your questions for your sniff test, for your own sniff test with the nose. Uh, by three three oh five five six seven oh five sixty texting into uh, the show here. Let's do a little observations. Thursday night football nose is coming up tomorrow night, about twenty six hours from now. Actually, a really good game on the schedule. One of the better games on the schedule: Packers and Cardinals. Packers six and one, Cardinals seven and zero. Oh. But holy moly, the Packers and COVID, what has happened to a lot of the, and I say a lot, the two main weapons, I would say, basically, uh, passing-wise, for Green Bay are out with COVID. Talk a little bit about that and what to do, possibly, if you are a, an Adams owner or uh, what is the other guy's name? Lizard? What's his name? Lizard? Lizard. Lizard. If you're, if you're a lizard, lizard or an Adams owner... Uh, what do you do here? That's a pretty big observation going into Thursday night football. It is a big observation, and oh my God, considering I'm somebody who is extremely heavy in the Adams, uh, I guess, ownership category, man, oh man, this is very, very bad news. Um, so what do you do, right? There's a lot of people who have Devontae Adams. They have players on by. They have hurt players. Who is the person or people that will fill in and make uh, I guess give some fantasy value. Who should you pick up, right? That's right. the question. Right. And, man, I don't love the answer because, to me, there are three players that have every chance of being good, but we really are very hard to predict which ones that will be. Randall Cobb is the first one. I feel like he's your best bet, right? So Randall Cobb has been with Rodgers. Rodgers trusts him. So I believe the, the target monster in this game will be Randall Cobb, but I also think it's going to be Robert Tanyan, okay? He obviously is the tight end, up the middle, a safe place for Rodgers to get quick passes. Uh, and then the big home run, if you want to go for something big, is Marquez Veldez-Scantling. Home run touchdown potential. The only problem is he's currently a game-time decision and currently on the IR. So, again, this is a bit of a little luck, a little guessing game. What do you think logic 
is what I like to use as best as possible. And Randall Cobb is the most logical answer. He made sure that Cobb came this year, and he's going to probably throw him the most targets. So if you wanted to pick up somebody in place of Adams, and I'm doing it in a few leagues because I have to, I'm going to say Cobb is your guy. Right. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one tomorrow night, Thursday night football, Cardinals and Packers. Uh, Something else that I thought was interesting this week, and I'm glad it's on your observation list, because uh, if you were drafting earlier this season and you did pick a quarterback early, you probably picked up uh, Pat Mahomes. If you picked a tight end first, you probably picked Kelsey. Tyreek Hill was also an early uh, round pick. Are we panicking with the Kansas City Chiefs right now? Are we getting nervous about the Kansas City Chiefs right now? Or are we setting up for an unbelievable, hopeful end to this fantasy season and playoffs with these guys that are going to be motivated and playing late into the regular season with something to play for? I'm going to answer that by saying and being a little aggressive. I'm embarrassed for anybody who really believes that they're going to not have a good offense for the balance of the year. I'm embarrassed for you if you decide to go and trade a Kelsey or a Hill right now or a Mahomes right now. This is the absolute wrong idea. Monday Night Football, Kansas City's at home versus a Giants team who's been a very gritty defense, great performance last week. I do not care. Zero panic in the Chiefs' (laughs) offense. Mahomes is a superstar and will be a superstar Again, look, everyone's has highs and lows. This happens all the time. Are the Chiefs going to make the playoffs? Obviously, they're going to make the playoffs. Are they going to have a run in the playoffs? Well, that depends on how good Josh Allen is and, and a few others. But, you know, that Burroughs looks real good. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, for the regular season, you are not panicking about the Chiefs. They're going to be A-OK. And you keep starting them with extreme confidence. And I'm even saying Darrell Williams, the running back, you're going to start him as well with extreme confidence until the hyphen is back off of the IR. Yeah, and that's, you know, I, I don't think that you have to worry too much about the Kansas City Chiefs. They're in a really tough division, by the way. That AFC West, Denver and the Chiefs sitting at three and four, Chargers four and two, and the Raiders at five and two, the surprise team in the AFC West. But yeah, I don't think you have to be too worried about them. Plus, they're going to put up good numbers the rest of the season. You know that's going to end up happening at some point. Um, Let's take it back down here real quick. Uh, The Miami Dolphins have a quarterback that the last two weeks, outside of every trade rumor coming out of Houston for Deshaun Watson, has actually, outside of what I call three terrible plays in those games, has played pretty good and fantasy-wise probably played a lot better than he has regular-wise. Yeah, Tua had a wonderful game last week. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I believe he was the number two overall quarterback last week. And now people are asking the questions. You know, right now, if I have Lamar Jackson or if I have Derek Carr, who are both on a bye this week, is Tua somebody that I could start? And... For me, the answer for this week is absolutely not. Okay, you're going into Buffalo. I'm sorry. I know, again, I'm well aware of the game that he had, 291 yards, four touchdowns. I get it. That's not going to happen this week at Buffalo. That's one of the best defenses, and that's one of the most intimidating places to play. So from a fantasy perspective, uh, I don't think he's going to have huge stats. Can they grind out the game and win ugly? Hey, You never know. That's why they play the game. But are you going to start him in fantasy? I do not recommend it for this week. And again, it's only for people who have Lamar Jackson. Most people are starting Lamar Jackson. A lot of people start Derek Carr. And Tua is a hot free agent or a player that's on someone's bench that might be considered to play. At Buffalo, 
No way. I'm keeping them on my bench. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text line. Let's take our first break of the show. I do have incredible Twitter breaking news for you, not on any players or anything, but one of my boys on Twitter, we'll just call him Micah, and he knows who he is, just tweeted me a picture of his starters in his fantasy league, his quarterback, his three wide receivers, his two running backs, and his tight end. And outside of him making this up and copying and pasting this together, this is one of the most incredible drafted fantasy teams I have ever seen. And since we are fantasy nerds here, we're going to come back and go over that. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. That's the Nose. I am Zach Garcia, back at our studios. We'll take a break, get to your text. Yes or no's in the next segment. And this incredible lineup by my, my boy Micah on Twitter. Holy moly. We're back right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical oh, Chevrolet gosh, Fantasy folks. Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, Zach and the Nose back with you, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Week 8 of the NFL season coming up. Your text messages in just a second here, 305-567-0560. Um, we have yes or no's coming up here in the segment, but I have to get to one more observation real quickly before we get to everything else here because we talk about him every single week. He was the nose pick of the year. He's the number two quarterback in my fantasy football league. Number one is Tom Brady. I also have him somehow. He is basically the king of getting you points at the end of the game after having a bad first. I'm not going to say any more. Nose picked him as the nose pick of the year. Nose, outside of beating your chest right now, talk a little bit about our boy, Jalen Sometimes love don't feel like it should, baby. Garden. Uh, well, wow. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, I'm in a very weird place with this right now because Uh-oh. as you mentioned, and, and Zach is not lying, he is the number two quarterback in his league. We have visual proof. Zach could put it on Twitter and show you the visual proof. He's, he's, number five at, right. he's number five in my fantasy league. And yes, the stats of him coming out with 43% of his offensive stats are coming in the fourth quarter is definitely reminiscent of a young Blake Bortles many years ago when the Jags were getting blown out. But at the very end, he would run and throw and get such dirty fantasy points, which, hey, is a part of fantasy. But here's where we are with Jalen Hurts. So far, the pick, the nose pick of the year has been a huge success as far as I'm concerned. The teams that have been formulated with him as your quarterback and having a top-five quarterback when you drafted your quarterback probably in round 10 or later – Everything looks smooth besides one big problem, Zach. I'm really nervous he might not be the quarterback after this week. And I am I am super nervous about it. And I am happy to be vulnerable in this moment right now. If Jalen Hurts does not have a really big game at Detroit and Philadelphia does not win that football game against that pathetic team, I can see them going with a switch to Gardner Minshew. It was just very clear that Joe Flacco was traded to the Jets, okay? No one really knew who the backup quarterback was. I'm honest with you. I had no idea who the backup quarterback was. Now I know, and now we all know. That's Gardner Minshew. 
And this is a type of offense, the spread offense, that is built to score fantasy points. So, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I am covering my tushy. If you have the space, and if you're in a two-quarterback league, please do not hesitate. And right now, Zach, I'm looking you in the eyes. Pick up Gardner Minshew because he would step in and do a very admirable job in this offense. He's good with the spread offense. He's used to the shotgun offense. And he could also run two yards into the end zone as well. Jalen Hurts has looked very pedestrian and or very mediocre as a NFL quarterback. Fantastic as a fantasy one. But this is my first vulnerable moment where I'm telling you, if he loses, that means if the Eagles lose this Sunday, they highly should be considering a change at that position, and they will. So, let's jump ahead of it. Because again, in two quarterback leagues, if you don't have the backup and someone's wily and grabs them before you, you are really SOL, right? right so, right. Let's, put, let's put this together. If you have the bench and if you have a player that is... Ah, can I pick him up? Can I drop him? Do I have Ricky Seals-Jones right now as my backup tight end on my bench for some reason? Drop him for Gardner Minshew right now. Okay, one of those type of situations. I want to make sure that if something very bad happens, that we're covered at least with that position in that quarterback. So, yes, this is not the message I wish I was saying. I'm super proud of the fact that he's the number two quarterback in your league, number five in mostly every league right now. He's averaging the same amount of fantasy points as Lamar Jackson, as Patrick Mahomes, as more than Justin Herbert, more than Joe Burrows. It's insane how he's gotten this far by being actually so bad as an NFL quarterback. But we are here. We are through seven weeks. And we're going to start him, obviously, in week eight. He's got a dream matchup on the turf, in the dome, with his legs. He should have a big game. And if you are a Jalen Hurts fantasy owner like I am everywhere, I am watching at 1 o'clock, and I am rooting for the Eagles as hard as Miami Mondo is, okay? That's how how aggressive I am going to be. One time, Jalen Hurts, get it right. Get us a big fantasy day. But more importantly, get your Eagles with a win and let them believe he's your franchise quarterback. I just want you to know I ran Absolutely. out right now and I got Gardner Minshew. Who knows? Right, right. I'm doing it also as we speak uh, to make sure at this can point. I, can I sell any better on the fact that no. right. I so, couldn't sell it any better? Yeah, yes. You don't have to. Okay. You right. Get, get, him, get him on your team. because Right. <laughs> you, right. I could sell ice to an Eskimo, but that's another story. 305-567-0560. Let's get to a couple text messages here before we get to yes or no's. Get my music ready, Garcia, for yes or no's coming up here in the next couple minutes. Um, here's one. T. Higgins or Randall Cobb? And right off the bat, we're right to the Randall Cobb story. Of course we are. I'm right. actually going to go with... Right. I'm going with uh, T. Higgins on this one. He was a target monster last week. Yes, Jamar Chase got the big plays. But T. Higgins got a few red zone looks. He had a few opportunities to uh, catch a touchdown. The throws were not there. T. Higgins at the Jets, definitely a better bet than uh, Randall Cobb. So go with T. Higgins. All right, Stevie Meatballs, uh, you know, whenever we say something here on the show, if we give a nickname or we throw something out there, if we say something wrong, you are more than welcome to text in the show and criticize us. We like that. Stevie Meatballs at least started off nicely. No disrespect intended, but let the mighty nose know. While the nose might have two nostrils, which is plural, singular is Joe Burrow, not Burroughs. I guess you were saying Joe Burrows before. 
Yes, I was going to and correct I, sometime, you, but, you right. know. No, I'm, don't, I, please correct me. I right. make up We words. like it. Right, yeah. I make... And I think at the end of the day, as long as you know what I'm saying, yeah, sometimes it's Jalen Hurt, sometimes it hurts, it hurts right. so good. Hey, this is live radio, and I'm not perfect, but I want to be called out. I want right. you on that wall. I need you on that wall. That's right. Don't order the code red. <laughs> Excuse me. Love the show. Always text in, but here we go. 14-man league. Need three full PPRs. Here is the list of guys. Waddle, Beasley, Hubba Bubba Chubba, or Daryl Williams. Three full. So drop one, keep three there. Full PPR. Waddle, Beasley, Chubba Hubba, Daryl Williams. I'm dropping one. You dro- Yeah, just dropping one. Keeping three. Cole Beasley. I'm dropping Cole Beasley. That's it. All right, so Waddle, Chubba Hubba, and Daryl Williams will be starting in there. And Not- someone also, Well, it also says here, can I squeeze in a real quick, do I start Rodgers tomorrow or play Bridgewater versus Washington Sunday? You are starting Aaron Rodgers. I understand why you ask the question. Completely logical why you ask the question. But there is no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is so far ahead better than Bridgewater, even with no receivers. Look, Aaron Jones is going to go catch. The the game that Alvin Kamara had last week, 10 catches, 120-plus yards, that's what I'm expecting out of Aaron Jones. He's going to be the ultimate weapon that no one's really discussed. So a lot of the targets that would have gone to maybe Devontae Adams or Lazard, where people think, oh, naturally they're going to go to Cobb or maybe Scantling or maybe the tight end Tanyan. Well, I'm telling you, a lot of balls are going to be going to Aaron Jones. If you're in, uh, if you have him, he's been good this year, not great. I expect a great performance tomorrow night. All right. Hey, guys, I'm hurting really bad. Full PPR. I need two flex. Uh, it says A. Brown, which I'm, I'm guessing it's Tennessee Brown. Uh, Julio Jones, Randall Cobb, Alex Collins, or a St. Brown. It's hard to trust any of them except for A. Brown. He probably won't play. Maybe that's Antonio Brown there. Thank you, you guys are the best. Yeah, so, Antonio Brown is out. Out, right. Yeah. He's not playing at all. So, so two yeah. flex nah, here. he's out. Right. Uh, Jones, Cobb, Collins, or St. Brown at this point. Right. I would go with Julio Jones and Randall Cobb. Alex Collins proved that he cannot run uh, on Monday Night Football. He looked terrible. Now, I know the Saints' uh, rush defense is quite talented, but uh, – Look, Seattle's got a good matchup at home versus Jacksonville, but I'm not trusting Alex Collins after the performance I saw him with. I'm going to go with Julio Jones and Randall Cobb for you. All right, 12-team PPR, Dak or Burrow? That's from our boy Natty. Always Dak. I love Burrow, but Dak is a different kind of machine right now, and I'm never benching him. It's that simple. Sunday night football at Minnesota. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. If you have any of the Cowboys, obviously – you're going to probably give him a start. Uh, I I would highly consider, what is it, Burrow or Burrows? Now I'm even lost. It doesn't matter. I know it's Joe Burrow. I would highly consider trading him to a team that looks like they're uh, bleak at the quarterback position because you do not need both Dak or Burrow. You're going to find yourself with leaving a lot of fantasy points no matter what on your bench. All right, 305-567-0560. That is the text machine if you want to get in here for a couple minutes. We're going to do this, though. It's time for our world-famous segment. Garcia, if you got my music ready, hit it. It's time for Yes or No's. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's time for our award-winning segment, 
yes or no's. I will ask no's nine questions when it comes to fantasy football and a two-part question of life itself. So there you go right there. Stevie Meatballs loves us. You know we love you too, Stevie Meatballs. All right, let's start with this. <laughs> I'm benching Aaron Rodgers this week, and I'm starting Tua over him. Yes or no's? No's. You are not going to bench a Hall of Fame quarterback for Tua. No's. Tua's got a brutal matchup, everybody. I know this is a lot personal for everybody. It's high emotions right now in South Florida. But for fantasy purposes, why don't you enjoy your fantasy week and not go for the double misery of Tua playing against Buffalo, one of the best linebacker and cornerbacks in Edmonds and White. That is a nasty defense. You want nothing to do with that. All right, it's primetime this week, Thursday night. Kyler Murray is the number one QB start this week. Yes or no's? Knows he is not. Someone loves that Thursday night football. I saw that on there, and they were like, "Yeah, Kyler Murray's gonna show off on Thursday night." Football. I mean, okay. I I rather start Pat Mahomes at home uh, against the Giants on Monday night football. If we're splitting hairs here, that's all I'm saying. My bets on him. Kyler Murray's obviously a must start, though. One more for Thursday night, and I think this actually might be a repeat question from the week before, possibly. James Connors, the better start this week than Chase Edmonds. Yes or no's? Yes, he is. Again, the person who's... You're right. The man who's scoring the touchdowns there. Chase Edmonds is not getting enough volume, and I love the Terminator music. Give me Jimmy Connor one more time. Like last week and the week before, two times, he's going to score a touchdown. Get him in your lineup. All right, there it is right there. All right, that was our Thursday night uh, yes or no's questions. Let's get on to the rest of it. The Cincinnati a defensive hot take this week. The Cincinnati defense is the defensive play of the week this week. I think I can almost answer it for you if it's yes or no's because I just saw that it looked like the Jets are starting Mike White this week. Yes, I might like the, the Cincinnati's D more than Derrick Henry this week, okay? This is this is going to be the hottest pickup and pick them up and start. We don't talk about defenses, but Cincinnati's defense is good. And my Lord, did you watch Mike White last week? Oh Not God. pretty. Joe Flacco didn't come in fast enough. This is a debacle. Cincinnati defense is by far the best defense of the week. All right. Cordell or Cordrell, I don't even know how to say his name, Patterson, has become a top 10 running back in fantasy. And by the end of the season, maybe top five. Yes or no's? Yes! I'm saying yes. Week in and week out, I am watching Cordell Patterson get targets like I have never seen before. Volume. If he's not running the ball, he's catching the ball as a wide receiver. And he's outplayed Mike Davis. He's getting the ball on the goal line. Mike Davis has now become unstartable when I really thought he was going to be a good fantasy running back, but did not see blindsided by, if you would, Cordell Patterson, a must start in fantasy at running back or wide receiver until proven otherwise. All right, he's back and he's a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy. His name is A.J. Brown. Yes or no's? Yes, A.J. Brown is back. Great question, Zach. He is now feeling it. He is healthy. The uh, play action to Derrick Henry is a thing of beauty. And A.J. Brown is a very promising player for the balance of the year. 
their fantasy owners might be a little still, uh, what's the right word, frustrated from his start. So if you are somebody on the top of your standings, great player to go trade for. As long as he can stay on the field, he is a super talent. And right now, I think his value is a little low. So maybe go and get him if you can. All right, I'm going to skip one or two here because I really want to get to our, our life question at the end. Kyle Pitts has overtaken Waller as the second best tight end in fantasy. Yes or no's? Yes! Phenomenal yes or no's question because we are watching what? right now. We are watching right now. What, what, what? I, if I finish that, I don't know if that was PC for radio, so I'll be very careful, but I am a big South Park movie fan. Anyway, so Kyle Pitts is proving to be... I don't know. What do we call them? An enigma, enigma wrapped in bacon or something? Like, we are talking about somebody who looks like Tony G met Antonio Gates who met Todd Kelsey. Like, he is everything and more and faster. And look at those hands, one-handed grabs. He's going to be the next great football tight end, fantasy and NFL. doesn't even matter. So, yes, Darren Waller, after week one having 20 targets in the first drive, has been very, very, yes, I said drive on purpose, has been very lackluster since week one. So Kyle Pitts is a player on the rise. And look, if you have him, you're not trading him. And if you're trying to trade for him, I wouldn't trade him. So that's one of those guys where we said he was there was three and a half good tight ends coming in, and he was that half, and he has proven right. to be a hole. By the way, just to let you know, it's an enigma wrapped in a mystery. No, I like it better than bacon. Wrapped in bacon. Fair enough. Okay. I right. like it better yeah. wrapped in bacon. But yes, you are absolutely correct, and that's a part of the show. Right. Thank you for correcting me. All right, I told you I'm skipping a couple because I want to get to this. By the time we get on the air next week again next Wednesday, it'll be the month of November. But before November's over, it's Halloween. Nose. Top three Halloween candy. This is not a yes or nose. This is, but I'm going to give you yes or nose in this. You know how I am the definitive uh, truth when it comes to candy and food here on the show. The nose is top three candy graded by me. Go. Well, first, number one, any candy that is a full-size bar. If you go to a house and you get a full-size candy bar, I don't care if it's a whatchamacallit or an Almond Joy. I don't care if, if it's a Snickers. doesn't matter because that person is the respect and number one in my book. Uh, the three candies that are unnegotiable, the best of all time, that's... Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, one. Correct. That correct. Is, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. That is um, correct. Right. I Look, for me, the unicorn is the Snickers with peanut butter. That's the unicorn for me. I do love a regular Snickers as well, but Snickers is number two. And I know it's a controversial take, but give me an Almond Joy. It is refreshing and delightful. Well, you got one How'd out of three right. No, one out of three. Not bad. You got Reese's Peanut Butter Cups right. <laughs> the, ne- the next one would be uh, Kit Kat, and then M&M's comes in third, and that is the definitive order of that. But we can't stop it without the worst Halloween candy there is out there. Whether you go and get it from the store or get it from a house, the worst Halloween candy is what? Well, I know we're running out on time. The worst Halloween candy is when my mother gave out raisins to people as growing up. Raisins, and yes, I did get bullied the next day, and yes, I did get beat up because I was the healthy family. But besides that, if you're giving me any candy corn, I am hating oh, we're you going right to now. That it, right. Oh, uh, you are a candy. Okay. No, we're going to blows. 100% correct. No, no, no. Nose is 100% correct. Candy corn 
should be wiped off this planet. Oh, Mike you do? No, you, you were, were the, uh, it's two on Garcia, one. It is what it is. Nope, nope. Shut your mic off, Garcia. Candy corn is the worst possible candy you can get. Thank Cir- you. So I, that's w- Circus Peanuts comes in as the close number two on that list as well. Mike Leach tweeted out today three steps on how to eat candy corn. One, open bag. Two, pour candy corn into trash can. Three, <laughs> eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mike Leach, legend. Let's take a break. We're going to come back with more of your texts. The nose pick of the week and the tight end pick of the week. And Garcia is now banned from talking the rest of the show. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here to wrap things up at Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. I'm glad we got the candy discussion out of the way. We got yes or no's out of the way. Um, And we have a couple text messages we have to get to here because we still have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. And Doug Plagan's coming up at the top of the hour with a little Panthers hockey, undefeated Florida Panthers hockey out there. No one better than the Florida Panthers right now in the entire league. Yes, I said that. And hopefully they win again tonight. It's always nice to talk about them in the morning after a big win. 305-567-0560. Nose got the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here in about five or six minutes. But let's get to a couple of these text messages. Uh, running back needed pick one. Gaskin versus the Bills or Singletary versus the Finns. Pick your poison. My poison is Gaskins for the Dolphins over Singletary. I think Moss is actually the better option between the two Buffalo running backs. So, therefore, there's no, it's a no-brainer for me. Gaskin is the guy to start over Singletary. This is an interesting one. I like when Stevie Meatballs puts these together like this. Is my ball Zach Ertz going to blow up in Arizona, or should I stick with Dalton Schultz and TJ Hawkinson? Give me both the short-term and long-term on the guys. God bless you, Nose and Zach. Long live you both, Stevie Meatballs. So you have Ertz, TJ Hawk, and Dalton, Dalton Schultz. Schultz. I'm, right. I'm going with the Roadhouse Double Deuce Dalton Schultz all day. Okay, he already got through his bye week, and that should be your tight end for the balance of the season. That is a no-brainer. He's a top five tight end, in my opinion. So do not hesitate to do that. Now, you have two other good tight ends. It's hard to roster both of them, and maybe you could start one or in a flex, but I don't normally enjoy starting a tight end in a flex. If you could hold on to these guys and then look at what other teams might need a tight end, it's trading season. Make some offers for a position that you might need, even if it's a bench uh, running back, because you do not need... Dalton Schultz on top of Ertz on top of Hawk. So right. That's uh, a lot. Look into a deal on that one. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here. I got uh, I have two leagues and I need to pick my tight ends. Pick two of these guys. Mike Gronks Gronkseki, Jared Cook, or Dalton Schultz again. Pick two of those guys. Oh, Gronkseki and Schultz. All no brainer. Easy one. All right. I felt like that was an easy one for you. Flex uh, it was. full PPR need one. Hubba Bubba Chubba or Daryl Williams? Hubba Bubba Chubba, Daryl Williams, flex, uh, full PPR, pick one. I'm going to go with Daryl Williams. I expect him to have a big Monday night football. He will get into the end zone. Kansas City is going to have a very big offensive week against the Giants at home. Again, Daryl Williams over Chubba Hubba, no doubt. All right, defensive help. Ooh, 
Well, I mean, there's three teams on here. Bengals, Broncos, Patriots. Can I just answer Bengals at this point? Oh, please. Please do. Scream it from the top of a mountain. Right, right. Cincinnati Bengals defense this week. If they're available in your league, go get them for this week, definitely. Uh, Guys, Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts so good. Oof. Play it for me, Garcia. Nope. There it is. There it is. I mean, we, you know, we're, we're doing a live show. That was pretty good timing. It was good timing, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we're, uh, listen, we discussed both these guys probably the most out of any two players in the entire uh, show today, and there is no doubt I'm recommending Hertz over Burrow, the two guys that I add S's or not S's at the end of their names, ironically. But Jalen Hurts going at Detroit, bad defense, Great opportunity to have a huge fantasy game. And yes, I'm aware that Joe Burrow is at New York. The Jets defense coming off a pretty miserable game. I do expect them to improve. But this is a week where I expect Hurts to have 30-plus fantasy points. And I also believe that Jamar Chase might be triple teamed this week. So go with Hurts over Burrow. But in this situation, hold on to Burrow because we're a little nervous about Hurts moving forward. Right, right. But again, we, we discussed that earlier in the show. Don't don't necessarily need to trade one of those guys just yet. All right, Cousins, Jameis, or Tannehill? Whew. I'm going to go with Tannehill over Jameis and Cousins. Jameis, uh, you know what? I'm going to scratch that. I'm going Cousins at home Sunday night over Dallas. It's very close between Tannehill and uh, Cousins, but... Cousins at home in the spotlight is a better game. Uh, I do know that Diggs is one of the best cornerbacks in the league for Dallas, but Cousins has been very good. Tannehill, you don't want to get trapped in one of those games against a very good Indianapolis defense where they're going to rush the ball that many times and not throw for the touchdowns. So I would, just by a little bit, go with Cousins over Tannehill. Non-PPR, Zach Moss or Antonio Gibson, and then Gronk Secchi or Hunter Henry. Moss or Gibson? If Gibson's a full-blown go, I'm going with Gibson. Keep a you know an eye on that. He's had that shin issue, uh, but he's expected to play through it. And then definitely Grogsecki over Hunter Henry. Yes, I'm aware that Hunter Henry has scored a touchdown in three consecutive games. I am also aware that he's had one catch in both those in two of the three of those games. So he has only been a target in the end zone where Grogsecki has been a monster for the Dolphins. So go with him. All right, let's get to the tight end pick of the week here. We have a couple minutes left in the show. We'll do tight end pick of the week and nose pick of the week, kind of back-to-back. Start off with the tight end pick of the week nose for week eight of fantasy football. The tight end nose pick of the week. We have been on fire. The last four guys we have recommended all have had a touchdown. And this week I'm going with the master of the obvious. But I did my research, and it must not be that obvious because for some reason – Robert Tanyan is really a free agent in like 80% of the leagues that I've seen, and I've seen a lot of leagues, and I'm picking him up anywhere I could go. Listen, unless you have one of the top, top tier tight ends, if you have Pitts and Kelsey, I get it. You don't need Tanyan. But Tanyan is going to be a trusted weapon tomorrow night against the Zona Cardinals, and they're going to have to throw the ball, and he's going to be open up the middle. Robert Tanyan, no-brainer. Go pick him up and start him at tight end. Everyone's asking Randall Cobb or Scantling. My answer to you is Robert Tanyan. Tight end, Robert nose pick of the week. Tanyan, I like it. Thursday Night Football, Robert Tanyan there. By the way, someone just tweeted at us, chocolate candy corn goes hard, though. You ever had chocolate candy corn? Oh. You know what? I have not. 
I have not had chocolate. Oh my God, what just happened there? That Chad's was a goat. That I, was I, like I, Homer Simpson just met somebody right. else for a party right there. Yeah. Chad the goat. I'm gonna. I'll give it a try. But if I throw up in my mouth from eating candy corn, it's all your fault, Chad. All right. Let's finish it off. We got a minute and change left. The nose pick of the week for week eight. Hit it, nose. He had a good game last week, and I expect a better game this week. The New England Patriots face the 31st worst rush defense in the Los Angeles Chargers. That means more running to keep Justin Herbert off the field. That's right. Damian Harris, the nose pick of the week. The New England Patriots are going to run the ball right up the gut, and this kid's got guts. Get Damian Harris in your lineup. No questions asked. If you have him on your roster, I am promising you a monster game. Damian Harris, no-brainer. New England Patriots, nose pick of the week. All right, you got it straight from the nose's nose right there. That'll do it for us. Week 8 of the fantasy football uh, season starts tomorrow night, about an hour and change away, and then 24 hours. About 25 and change hours away from Thursday night football, Packers and Cardinals for the nose. For Danny Garcia, I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Doug Plagans and the undefeated Florida Panthers. They're going to kick some serious you-know-what. Coming up next, right here on WQAM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 